Welcome to the Rec Room Podcast. Um, we're gonna get the fellas joined in. I'm gonna cue this music up. Yep. Okay, T Streets, what's good? Chillin', chillin', what's going on? Trying to get everybody locked in. One by Yo. one. Gonna be alive, boy. What up, DJ? Am I, am I in here right now? Yeah, yeah, house. you in here. What's good? I'm trying to get this, uh, get this music loaded. Where the music at? That's what I called in for, for real. <laughs> yeah, hey, what's up, baby? Trey Fernando. What's up, my brother? T. What's good with y'all? What's good? What's good? Man, we in the crib. We in the crib. I'm, I need We're to black. load up the rest of this joint. You had practice and all that today? Nah, Trey? man, we gave nah, we gave we gave we gave the boys uh a couple of days off uh for Memorial Day. We're gonna be back at it on Tuesday. Okay. That's a bad yeah, I just man. I talked to Jack not too long ago, so I don't know. Man, AG Jack, said he need five minutes. Jack said Okay. Well we'll end up getting into it before he um yeah. oh, you and then once he that. joins. Black said he changed his mind because because we didn't uh, pay him to come on. <laughs> he was trying to post the flyer, but I think he was. Um, I think I he think he did it. I think he, he posted it. it, but you know what? I think you can only um, when you do no, a reel. I guess you you can only put it on your story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I see y'all be putting That's a reel on doing. the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I be doing. He was the trying story, to go bro. through it for like. Minutes, I think bro. doing that make it look a little bit more, you know what I mean? I like the little reels and stories. I still don't really know what the hell I'm doing, but you know what I'm saying? Me neither. <laughs> I make it do. Yeah, I'll be guessing on that joint. It took me a minute. At first when I was doing the um at first when I was um loading the music with the reels, I can only do like five seconds. But it took me okay. a minute. Once I started doing it, I was like, okay, I can edit it, make it 15 seconds. I don't okay. know what I'd be doing that joint. Okay, I, got I, I I got the music part down packed though, so. Nah, nah, nah. I'm and good the music on the joint. You know what I'm saying? The music, the music is perfect. You know what I mean? It it, it fits the flyer. With blackjack, man. I'm gonna have to probably put this suit on, man. Hey, look, look man. that's Bobby Brown right right there, Playboy. You know he probably had to change his socks. I, t- I think, look, I told him it's not a video. This is audio. He still <laughs> wants to Yeah, see. man. Can't nobody see you, bro. Got a fresh face. I can put his rings on. He put his rings on every finger. Hey, bro, he going to have rings on every finger for the night. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's how serious that Bro, he going to have rings on his thumb, dog, for the night, bro. He ready. I'm going to go ahead and cut the music off, man, because I don't know when that's coming. Now, now we good, man. Listen, man, we can help me. Yeah. So, welcome everybody to the Rec Room Podcast. This is episode number sixteen. Um, the title of this episode is um, "Spirituality versus Religion." Um, can you be spiritual and not believe in God? Um, so we're gonna get into a real, a real good discussion. Oh, here go AG right here. Yeah. Well, while we in here, I'm a, I'm a, um, hey. AG, that's you? Brother, that would be me. Brother. What up? What up? Hey, how's everybody doing? What's going on, fam? Man, we in here, bro. What's good? We in the rec room. So, um, I was just letting the, letting the listeners know this is the 16th episode. 
And yes, I'll let them know what the title of the part is. And um, I'm going to introduce myself first. I'm the host. Go by E or E1. We got uh, T Streaks. You. Um, we got AG. Hello. We got Trey Philando. That be me. We here. And we got we got a special guest. And we we supposed to have two special guests. I don't know where we're black at, but right now we're gonna um we're gonna welcome Weekend of Juniors, man. Welcome, yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Weekend thank you, thank you. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, so welcome. Um with that being said, um, I don't know. I'm not a Lakers fan, but I am a LeBron <laughs> fan. I really don't know That's why LeBron gets thanks. so much hate. I'm gonna be honest. When I was looking at um comments on social media, it's like a lot of people hate him, and I don't get it because he don't do nothing um negative. So I don't He's get I don't get where the hate is at. Somebody got a lot of a lot going on in the background, but um, That's not me, yeah, AG. I don't know. Don't don't even do it. It's not me. I don't know what the hate is about. Right here, you go Jack. Right. I'm gonna have to get him. Black. Yeah. Is he, that he, you? Right yes, there. sir. Yes, sir. Yay. Hey, Yay. Not, not on my part, Black. Not on my yeah, part. On you you platform. 10 minutes late. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, not on my platforms, man. <laughs> you 10 minutes late. I respect that. I'm respect that all the right from y'all tonight. Well, let me let me probably let me probably introduce. We got my man Black Jack. Um and the guests went out part tonight. Uh, Nat just guessed they actually are brothers. Let's give Black Jack a round of applause, man. Absolutely. Woo. Absolutely. We appreciate you. So I was just talking about I was just talking about how um how LeBron gets a lot of hate. And the Lakers got um they got swept, man, by the Denver Nuggets. I don't know if y'all was keeping up with it. Did y'all expect that to happen? Because I didn't. I, I expected them to lose. Yeah, Not the Bruins. Yeah, what T said. I thought they. I didn't think they were gonna win, but the, not not one game. Y'all couldn't win one game, bro. I'm not. I'm not yeah, putting that, it on yeah, Bron because the world puts it on Bron. But yeah, one game, bro. Bron, nah, Bron. Bron came out that last game. Oh, yeah. Bron put up forty, ten, and nine on the last game. Yeah, he, AD he, wasn't that bad. Right. You know, AD showed up a few times in the series, but it didn't matter. They couldn't do nothing with Joker or Murray. Nah. I keep waiting on the dude uh, Reeves to like stop playing like that, but that, oh, Reeves that, a baller. That, that yeah. boy, that boy, cook, bro. Yeah. Nah, he, he's pretty he, good. He, he, he's out there. He's out there cooking, man. But KCP, I know Lakers fans was like, bro, you wasn't doing that when you was none in. of that. You wasn't <laughs> doing that. that when you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And Bruce Brown too. I used to clown Bruce Brown when he was Bruh. with the Nets, man. Bruce Brown out there cooking, bro. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know what now, T Streets, T Streets. Do you remember that? Um, that I predicted that Denver was going to win the whole whole thing a few pars ago. I don't know if y'all remember. Man, they haven't won it. You didn't say that, but, but yeah. Oh yes, I did. I didn't say that. Oh yes. Oh no, we got proof. The Warriors still might do it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna tell you back. I got proof, bro. I so I got um, so I got um, so I know y'all, I know y'all heard about this um, rock and roll so icon Tina Turner passed yeah. away at eighty three. I'm gonna read a little bit of the article. You know, it says Tina Turner, uh, one of rock and soul's music greatest icons and comeback stories, has died, leaving a seven decade legacy 
that blazed the trail for divas like Beyonce, Rihanna, Christina Aguilera, Amy Winehouse, Jasmine Sullivan, and uh, Ari Lennox. They spelled the name wrong in the joint. But um, oh, in a statement released Wednesday, her representative announced Tina Turner, the queen of rock and roll, has died peacefully today at the age of 83 after a long oh, illness in her home yeah, um, in Switzerland. So she's mm. a 12-time Grammy winner. Um, two-time rock and roll Hall of Fame inductee. Um, her accolades go on and on. She's a legend. So you know, we just want to say rest in peace. Um, hey, yo, if, rest in peace to Tina Turner. She was. Um, right. Would you say? Would you say, Jack? If I heard you right, you say seven decades. Seven decades, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, but check bro, it out. She... They said they said two-time rock and roll. So me, me personally, like I would look at her more as like rock and roll. But because because of like her stage performance, even even back with Ike, like all the way through, like she did a couple R and B man, but her stage presence, her voice, like how she could man. I watched her HBO doc last year. I don't know if anybody saw it, but no, it was phenomenal, man. They went through her whole life all the way through up until last last year. So luckily. If anybody gets a chance, man, just check it out. She said she said she never watched What's Love Got to Do with It. She said she never, never watched, watched it. it. Yeah, that I would never it. Yeah, bro, Rush, yeah, so she, yeah, I got she, PTSD, bro. Bro, yeah. she said she said she said she 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 went to like the film screening where where they asked questions, but she said she never watched the movie. You know what I mean? Just 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 because of that. But as far as her taking that pain and and continuing with being like a phenomenal performer for like Black said seven seven decades, bro. Seven decades is crazy, man. So um, nah, she a legend, dog. Can we hear for Ab- anime anime Bullock? Can we hear anime. for anime? Anime uh, and anime. Pop, you say can we hear for? You definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely, man. Absolutely, man. Rock and roll, bro. I ain't never heard nobody going to the Hall of Fame two times. Yeah, like the yeah, same nah, she was a fame. beast, bro. She was a beast. She's somebody. Absolutely. I mean, her, her, our parents, parents, our parents, know, and our bro. parents' parents probably really know how she was, you know, in her heyday or whatever. So, who y'all got tonight <laughs> with, with Boston and uh, Miami, though? Miami. Miami. Come on, ah, Miami. At this point, Jimmy. Jimmy. Boston gonna beat them. I oh, think yeah. Miami gonna win, but I think Boston gonna win tonight, though. That's what I say. Okay. If, like, if, if Miami come back, if Miami come back 3-0 from 3-0 and to win the series would be crazy. I don't see that happening. Um, I mean, Boston. Boston yeah, Boston, my bad. Yeah. Boston's not doing the that. They're not boy, built like that. They the have little, no heart. The little boy, the little boy from Planet Fitness twisted his ankle last game. He's not playing tonight. The dude that used to work at Planet <laughs> Fitness last year, what's his oh, name, hilarious. team? The dude that we used to work at Planet Fitness. What's his name? What's the, see, you know, none of y'all know his name. <laughs> that's, that's about, what's his name? Yeah, the dude that Trey played for Miami. He, does he have bro, a lot of hair, Trey? Why are you no, so good? He, bro, Why are you so angry see, towards him? Don't nobody know the guy's name. <laughs> the guy worked at a summer camp and last year. He played for the Heat now. He hurt his ankle. So is Tyler Hero going to play tonight? No, Hero's out. I think he did. Well, I think, he I, done, I think Miami, I think Miami's going to lose tonight because they need the, the the guy that hurt his ankle. And then he hurt his ankle when they was down twenty in the fourth quarter. So I think Boston tonight, Miami back in Miami. 
that's, that's possible. But uh, that's possible. Nope. Are y'all fight fans? Because 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 the um cause the biggest fight because yes, the biggest sir. fight sir. of the year is coming up, right? Karate, so we say sir. um. A, According to ESPN, Terrence Crawford and Earl Spence Jr. have agreed to a deal to fight for the undisputed welterweight championship on July 29th at Las mm. Vegas T-Mobile Arena. Sources yes. tell uh, ESPN, PBC's Al Heyman, who advises Spence, and CAA's Ish Hensman, Henson, who advises Crawford, negotiated and now will deliver the most anticipated boxing match since the mega fight between Floyd Mayweather and Manny Pacquiao in 2015, Crawford and Spence will each earn eight figures mm-hmm. granted for the Showtime pay-per-view fight, sources say. So it's supposed to go down. Who y'all got? Karate Earl. Bud. I, Bud. I got Karate Earl. I got Bud. Karate Earl. Bud. Bud. Uh, I'm going Spence. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you I'm something. Let me tell you say, something. I'm thinking about Spence hey, let me right tell you now. Something. Spence ain't the same since the car accident. So I thought he but, I mean, nah, nah, nah. nice. You I can tell by the same. Garcia fight. Nah, you can tell that Garcia fight. Yeah, but that was that I'm was his first one was, back though. Remember? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's he shouldn't have taken same. that fight. He shouldn't yeah. have taken that fight. He should have had a tune-up fight. Yeah, because but didn't he win? Come back. I think. Yeah, I think. Won. He, yeah, he won. I think, he won. But he yeah, took. But. He took. No, Garcia was not no. You know what I'm saying? Easy way though. No, that's right. Not no easy way in that fight, bro. But that was you. like two years ago. He didn't have even more time to heal, though, by now. That was a few years he ago. He didn't have a couple fights no, since no. then. But what we're saying is he should have fought like Oscar Rodriguez or somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just to took, get his confidence, took you a little right. slow joint. He won, though. It doesn't even but matter. He won. No, nah, but he took a beating, a necessary yeah. beating. You know what I'm saying? He got some, it was just unnecessary, T. Got hit. Yeah, but that was so long ago. <laughs> it don't matter for this coming fight. What do y'all what do y'all think about the business, the business of 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 boxing today? Do you think that these that that the biggest fighters they fight enough? Nope. Nope. Yeah, right? Like no. Nope. They're scared to fight each other. It's what it is is you have too many promoters. You have too many you have too many houses right now. You have like four or five houses out there and then you know, my man Crawford would probably have his fight sooner if he was still he was wrapped up with Bob Arum, which was a mm. bad move. So, you know, now you got PBC, you got, what else, The Zone. Um, mm-hmm. What other boxing houses? There's like, I think there's another one. ESPN and PBC do a lot together, but mm-hmm. there's Showtime. You know, HBO is not out there like they used to be. That Golden so, Boy. Yeah, Golden Boy, which mm-hmm. I, I feel for anybody that, that, that signs <laughs> over there. My you goodness. got the money, the money team. Right. Ooh. Right. I, so I think I think that I think that the business is hurting the the frequency of, of course. the yeah, big definitely. like you feel what I mean like 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 the big fights like if you look back in the day at like at like these all time great fighters these dudes was fighting I'm not even saying fighting every four months at least once every six months you know what I'm saying but yo for like, sure you, you waiting for the you money was whole, different yeah. The money, the money was different, but check it out, T. If you, if if you Spence, I'm still going to buy the pay per view to see Spence, right? So whether you fighting once a year or twice a year, you're still Spence. So I'm just saying, like people got to keep waiting and all that. That's why I ain't even want to talk about the fight until they sign. So now we can talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just like, yo, like you never know. Look how long Mayweather ran for Pacquiao, 
waiting. Oh, wait, oh, 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 look how long No, because what Floyd, he, he, he was very clear. He said, look, let's do this. This is the money, but you got to take the steroid test. And he's like, no, I don't want to. It takes his energy from Man, bro. On, man. He, you know what? Stop. He waited seven Stop. years to fight the man, bro. Yeah, he waited. Come on, he waited, he waited. Come on AJ. They, see, Come on, what AJ. they did was they pulled the same stunt that Bernard and Roy pulled on us. They waited, mm. what, two years? Talk to him. The same stunt. And what I was afraid of, and I'm glad it's happening, even though I, I think it should have happened sooner, and mm -hmm. I'm glad it's happening this year. I thought Earl Spence and uh, Crawford was going to pull the same move that um, Roy Jones and Bernard Hopkins uh, pulled on us. No. Yeah, when no. they all when they both not. washed up and make a million bucks off of us, because you know, yeah, well, that's what Pacquiao yeah. and uh, we was going to pay. Mayweather, well, Mayweather was a white washed up. Pacquiao. Yeah, no, man, <laughs> man, he made don't no, he ain't washed. He doesn't but, wash yeah, him, but, sir. But Pac, he does the Pac washing. Done. I mean, broken hand. I mean, Pac was not. Yeah. You know, that's, a, that's my point. That's yeah. my point. When I'm accusing you of 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 of, of roids without any evidence, I'm scared. That's He's all done. it is. Yeah, you can't. That's do all it, it is, you can't bro. I'm not gonna wait go that seven far. years. Yeah, AG, you Look at that Bama's noggin. He's juicing. Look at that Bama's noggin. You put a stain on that man jacket. That's nasty work. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. On that man jacket. You can't. You can't say I'm juicing and I never felt no test. That's crazy. Floyd knew he didn't want to see that boy at his prime. Floyd didn't want to see the boy. They he said, they said, they said that his skull yeah, got bigger. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what? <laughs> Manny, hey, bro. Yo, <laughs> Manny was, yo, what Manny did to my boy, uh, um, his head got what's my bigger, man with, bro. With Keith, Keith, Barry Bonds. Keith, uh, Keith Thurman. Barry Bonds. Keith Thurman, yeah. Keith Thurman got the work Keith from Thurman. Manny. Was oh, yeah, Manny juicing when he, when, he, when he knocked out Thurman? I'm pretty sure. Oh, uh, well, I'm pretty sure. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Nothing. I love the guy. He's a great singer. I know his wife, Jinky. He's a he's a great individual. Man, we really in the wreck, bro. Go ahead, Black. What do you say, Black? Go ahead, Black. I'm gonna ask AG this. He, you know, since you're on the subject of him, um, Juice. So, how would you explain that third fight with him and Marquez? Marquez knocked this on. Oh, he okay. Marquez won so, a couple so, more, and then he had to take so, so a spirit from him in front of his mama, him? giving that bad juju. Remember that? Oh yeah, we saw. He knocked the spirit him. out of him. Okay, he knocked the was, rings off Sonic the Hedgehog. Was he yes, he was. He just couldn't. But Marco was juicing too. Marco was juicing too. Everybody's juicing. Who's not juicing? Everybody's juicing. was juicing. Hey, it's a dirty game, bro. Don't put that. But Lomachenko. But Lomachenko. 
But hey. Lomachenko got got robbed last week. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, you know what? Um, oh, I didn't yeah, see that fight. Sure. I see a lot Lomachenko of people saying that. I can't really comment on it. I, I ain't see it. Got robbed. I had I to go you. back to the fight. Um, I think a lot of people that are saying that they want to stay in boxing. Oh come on. Man. What you I mean, bro? I gotta watch it, man. I ain't. You watch on YouTube. Yeah, I, I, I went back on YouTube and watched it the next day, you know. I'm going to watch it again, Black. I'm going to watch it again. It was close, but I think it was a good right call. It was a good fight. Oh, close, man. They, at the end of the day, I think they made the right call for Haynes. I'm going to have that. Shakur going to take care of him, though. Shakur going to take care of Haynes. Yeah. I got to see Haynes. Um, Haynes trying to get tanked next. I think we need to talk about that, y'all. Not after that work. No. Haynes going to put him down second round, bro. For real. Yeah, Don't y'all think that don't y'all think that Tank gotta get his boxing skills up a little bit more though? No, he, no. Well, I mean a little bit more, a yeah. little bit more. Yeah, he does. I mean maybe a little bit more, but but not for Haney though. Not for Haney though. Yeah. Okay. You know, okay. I mean okay. I mean Haney can box, don't get me wrong. Haney can yeah. box. He 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 is technical well, sound, but he doesn't have but a lot got of that power. jab, bro. Haney um, got he got Shakur, a jab. Though. I just think that uh yeah, I think Tank. I think Shakur just yeah, because he trained out of Alexandria, he's half Puerto Rican, is going to win regardless. True, true. We got to support matter who, people. Uh, who Tank fight. Tank got the power. It doesn't matter. Exactly. Crawford said. Exactly. Crawford said none of this can be Shakur. Yeah, I don't think no, anybody. Right. That's what he said. He need uh, to be worried about look. his fight. Don't worry about them. Worry about worry about Spence. You need to worry about He got this. Trust me, Crawford got this. It's gonna be like that. Wait, they saying that he's too small. Pause. They said, listen, Crawford's a beast. He will go in the middle of throwing a combo. Listen, he will throw a combo and the middle of combo goes southpaw on you. When have you seen that? In front of in front of that Omaha. He gonna oh, yeah, I'm about to say, he gonna catch that Omaha left. It's that Warren Buffett. In Nebraska. Hey, Omaha. I'm going Spence. I'm going Spence hey, KO. Of course but, you um, It's because you hate Nas. That's what your I'm problem is, is, E. That's because you hate Nas. That's why. Nas top five sometimes. I know y'all love these top five sometimes. Yeah, they top five sometimes. That's that. Hey, look, so look. So look. Hey, look, I'm about to get into tonight's uh, tonight's subject, right? Um, topic or whatever, right? And so tonight's topic is religion versus spirituality. Um, can you be spiritual and not believe in God? So I'm going to read before we get into it, because I got questions and uh, this is going to be, you know, a dope little discussion. And so I got an article from, it's called reachout.com. Um, I've never heard of them until I found this um article i'm not saying they're not popular i don't know but i think it was a dope article so i'm gonna start off right so it says spirituality is something that's often debated and commonly misunderstood many people confuse spirituality with religion and so and so they bring pre-existing beliefs about the impact of religion to 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 discuss spirituality right so it says Though all religions emphasize spirituality as being an important part of faith, it's possible to be spiritual without necessarily being a part of an organized religious community. All right. So then it says, um, now this is what they think. We're going to get into what we feel. So it says, what's the difference between religion and spirituality? It says spirituality and religion can be hard to tell apart. 
but there are some pretty defined differences between the two. Religion is a specific set of organized beliefs and practices usually shared by a common, a community or a group. Spirituality is more of an individual practice and has to do with having a sense of peace and purpose. It also relates to the process of developing, developing beliefs around the meaning of life and connection with others. So though um, it's a difference, it's kind of interchanged. What do you all think? Like, do you think that you can be, to me, me personally, I think being religious and spiritual is kind of one and the same. But I often hear people be like, you know, I'm not religious, but I'm very spiritual. And I never really ask, you know, what they mean in detail. So, like, what what y'all mm. think? I, I think that's just them trying to get away from following the rules that <laughs> most religions like, right? Yeah, like a buffet, right? Like, it's like I want to I want to choose this part of it, but I don't want to deal with that part. I think everybody wants the benefits without putting the discipline in. Ag, that's that's in. I I one hundred percent agree with that, Jack. I want to hear hear what you got to say. Why am I being hold on, hold on. Can I? Can I? Go ahead, can Trey. I, can I answer? Can I answer AG's question? So, 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 AG. Yeah. So, what you're telling to, let's say, someone listening, right? Yep. Is that because I'm not choosing what you might follow, I'm, I'm not, um, I'm not a, I'm not a righteous follower because because I don't I don't choose a specific religion. Is that well, what you're see. Saying? No, what I'm saying is this, right? You have people that use this little scapegoat of I'm spiritual. I don't, you know, I don't believe in God, but I believe in the universe. You know, that crap. Okay. And the reason why I think it's short-sighted is because you're taking from something that hasn't been disproven, but it's proven. And I'm not talking about just if you believe in Christianity. Those that read the Quran, those that read the Torah, if you read all these books, they all have a lot of similarities. They all talk about a lot of things, even... Ancient cultures and civilizations all talk about the same things that are covered within the Bible or any holy scripture. Right, right. And they all have the same basis, right? It's just like if all six of us were to watch a car accident, we can all agree on the car accident. It's the details where it gets unique as far as the perspective mm -hmm. is concerned, right? Mm -hmm. But there are people in this world who want to just take and make it convenient for them to be a certain way without subscribing to the whole package. They want to go in in the middle of the dinner. They want to order up a storm and then leave before the paycheck hits because they just don't want to fill with the discipline. Well, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with this. Okay, great. This isn't for you. Go ahead and, and go about your journey and learn, but don't take away from people that do subscribe to a quote unquote religion or organized faith because I think that has a lot of positives if you, if you go from top to bottom, not just taking what's convenient for you. I have a question. Yes, sir. Why does someone has to be taken away from somebody else that's that's tied to a specific religion if they're not if they if they don't claim to be tied to a religion? Why do they have to be taken from somebody else? Um, how do you mean by taken by somebody else? What do you mean by you that? just said you just said you just said um oh man you just said that you're taken from they're taken from somebody else's beliefs or spirit. Or, or their uh, oh, the religion. Connection. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got yeah. you. I got you. I got you. So what I say is this, right? Like, I, I'm, I'm learning just like everybody else, right? Um, I think that it's very easy to be like, well, I, I, I believe in the universe or I believe in karma or I believe in these other things because that's the catchphrases right now. That's what, that's what I'm drawing upon, right? I'm not talking about anybody individually. But 
it's very easy to say, hey, I yeah, let me ask the universe for this or let me, I want something for myself. It tells to be very self-centric and it's always taken, 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 right? And not given, right? Where if, if you study to any religion or any thought, it's, a, it's about community. It's to talk about having a higher purpose, doing something beyond yourself that just does more than just benefit yourself. And I think that's where I get a certain way because people are very straightforward in saying, oh, I want blessings for me and I want this and I want prosperity and I want money and I want this. But you never hear about giving back, you know what I mean? Or, or subscribing to the discipline of, hey, abstain from living this way or living that way because it impacts other people. Okay. I think that that's, that's my point of it. We can add juniors. I mean, when you talk about spiritual, I mean, at this, this day and time, you're going to get, I, I guess it depends on who you ask and um, who's speaking. A lot of people have different beliefs. You know what I mean? Like like me, like growing up as a Christian, I mean, there's so many different ways you can put it, but like spiritual, like means to be led and to live by the spirit of God or like, like allowing God's spirit to that's living inside you, like to guide your decisions, you know what I mean? Instead of like relying on your own thoughts or your own logic and your own intellect and being led by the spirit and, and not being, you know, fulfilled or led by the, by your flesh, you know what I mean? So um, there are going to be some people who, I mean, for whatever reason, they're going to say, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not really religious because to, to me, that to me, they they kind of they can be separate depending on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they'll say, yeah, I'm not religious, but you know, I'm spiritual. And sometimes you, I've heard people say that they're spiritual and it has, like I said, nothing to do with a god. It's just mm-hmm. um, a higher being, like uh, something out there, uh, mm-hmm. stars, moon, uh, a, a feeling, like you know what I mean. There's so many different definitions that 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 i've heard in my life but to me i guess it depends on who you who you're talking to and what your belief is but what does spiritual mean though like when you hear that that and all like what does that mean i don't when i think of um when i think of being spiritual for me like i say for me personally it's kind of all tied into one i feel like um I feel like I'm spiritual and um and I'm religious. Um I'm religious, but at the same time, um, and this is just a little off base. I, I believe that some people think that when you say you're religious, um, people put people who are religious on a pedestal and not and a lot of people don't have the understanding that um mm. just because you're religious, that doesn't mean that you're perfect. Uh people right. put preachers and and all of and all that on a pedestal. And I think that some people are scared to say that they're religious because they feel like once I say that, that means that I shouldn't do certain things or say certain things. And yeah, it does mean that. But at the same time, we all are a work in progress. True. So um, with that being said, um, I think, you know, being spiritual and being religious is one and the same for me. Um, I do see a lot of people that separate it or they try to separate it um, to each its own. Uh, to a certain degree, I try to focus on how I, you know, raise my family. Um, not saying I don't care about others and stuff like that, but it's just right. I, nowadays it just seems like um, 
I don't know. Everybody has such a, you know, a different opinion and it's just kind of crazy. And, you know, I think that when you're young, you're raised, some, some people are raised in the church and, um, and you just go by what your parents tell you and you go by what the pastor says. But I think at the end of the day, once you turned in, once you, um, you know, turn into an adult, you start thinking for yourself and you start having to look into what you really believe and feel. And I think that some people are willing to do that and some aren't. And I believe what you say, Alex, and some people take shortcuts in terms of saying that they're spiritual. And some people may actually feel, I'm not going to knock people say I'm just spiritual and that's what it is. It has nothing right. to do with being, you know, that I don't want to be in a religion. I'm just spiritual. I'm not knocking anyone, but I do understand what you're saying, AG. But I want to um, I want to hear from well, you... Blackjack because I haven't okay. heard him okay. say, say a word. So do, do you think, Black, do, do you feel like it's a difference between religion and spirituality or is it all one and the same to you? Uh, I most definitely, um, it's my, hold on, let me put my Black hoodie on. Hey, yeah, 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 come on, Black, give it to him. <laughs> uh, 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 the V-neck. I thought you had the gray hoodie. The, the V-neck hoodie. Yeah, I, I was going to put on the gray hoodie tonight, but this, this conversation got a little bit too. <laughs> he got the black hoodie on with the dress uh, shoes. He ready. I'm gonna make sure. I'm gonna make sure Jesus Christ gets some glory tonight. Come on with it, black. Let's get it, black. After it's all said and done, Jesus Christ is gonna get you know saying be on the throne. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. This I, you know, I, I've heard the term religion a lot. Mm -hmm. I've heard people say I'm, you know, they're religious. I've heard people say they're spiritual. Mm -hmm. You know, um, here's how I look at it. Number one, I'm not a Christian. Um, I don't. I think that that is a label that the world put on us. Anybody that believes in Jesus Christ, they label. Oh, you're a Christian. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as a Christian or Christianity. You would never find that word Christian or Christianity mentioned one time in the entire Bible mm -hmm. from the book of Genesis all the way to Revelation. That is something that the world has labeled us to make anybody that follows Jesus Christ make, make it look like it's a religion. Being a follower of Christ is not a religion at all because there is no good works in me there's nothing i can do that god is going to look at me like jack is doing good so because of him doing good let me bring him up here there is you know say there's nothing you can do christy you know saying being a follower of christ um it, it's about um let me break it down to you. Um, in the beginning, right? God created all this thing, created a man, gave him a wife, and mm -hmm. said one thing. He made one law. Remember, in the beginning of the world, there was only one law. That one law was do not touch this tree, right? God is a king. He's a creator. When he makes a decree, and if one of his kids, it's just like, you know, all you fathers that's on this podcast right now that got children. If you make a law in your house and say this one thing, true, Nori, Ezra, 
you know what I'm saying, do not touch it. If one of those kids touch that, right, he got to punish Ezra. Trey, you got to punish North. I don't care if True is looking at it because True's looking at the fact that you made a law. So if True broke that law, right, in your house, he's going to be looking back at it like, wait, how come, you know what I'm saying, she's not getting punished? So what happened was when God made that law, right, we, you know, Adam, the first creation, the first creation broke that law in that garden. He broke that law. But God being God, right, he decided, you know what I'm saying, he told Adam, the day you touch of this tree, you're going to die. Something had to die for that sin that Adam committed in that garden. So what happened was, instead of God killing Adam, right, he made provision. He made provision for him. And what was the provision? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ had to come die for that law. Instead of Adam dying for that law that he broke in that garden, Jesus Christ had to come in. So I don't care how much Bible you know, and that's for all the religious folks that like to go around quoting scriptures and trying to be holier than thou because they have an agenda and they have a motive and it's not real. It's a demonic spirit. When Adam broke that law, something had to die. So Jesus Christ, I mean, uh, Jesus Christ was that, you know, he was the only one that could, you know what I'm saying, fulfill, fulfill it because he was perfect. He was perfect in the, in the sight of God to fulfill and take that sin off of us. So I don't care how much Bible you know from Genesis all the way to Revelations, right? There is only one thing that God cares about. And that one thing is in the book of John, chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, whosoever shall believe him shall have eternal life. So that one law, remember, in the beginning, I said there was only one law in the Bible. That one law turned into 10 laws, which is the 10 commandments. Now, 2023, can anybody on this platform tell me how many laws that we got right now in 2023? What you mean, laws in terms of what? In the this in our little bubble, the United States. I'm not talking about the mm. entire world. Can you imagine <laughs> how many laws that we got? Oh, several, too many. It's, it, it's it's too many that you can't even count because every right. single time that we sin, we take the blessings that God gave us, and God has to put there has to be a law to keep us in check. But. What Jesus Christ did was the only law that matters right now is John 3, 16, that God cares about. What do you think about my son? Because True. God is like, you know, that's why I say Christians, you know, when they say being a follower of Christ, it's a relationship. Mm. God said, Jack, this is the provision that I made for the sin that was committed in the garden. If you believe in my son, you don't have to do Ramadan. You don't have to travel to Mecca. You don't have to go to uh, confession like the Catholic tells you to do. You don't have to dress a certain mm. way. You don't have to look and say, see, that's what religion teaches you. Relationship is what God has built, you know what I'm saying, provided for us. He said, if you have a relationship with my son, 
you are you can come to me that's why john chapter 14 says he says i am the way and i'm the truth and i'm the life no one gets to the father but by me so it's a relationship so god is saying the only way you can get into heaven is how you feel about my son so before you leave this earth you better have an answer you better have an answer now you can go you know what i'm saying you can go ahead and live the rest of your life how you want to live but you better make sure you have made that peace with the sun because if you have it and you still running around in the valley of decision trying to figure out if Allah is real if the pope is real if buddha is real of just being a good person is real that is a bad space it's a bad spot that you don't want to be so black i want to be like i'm a, um I'm sorry. no it's all good <clears throat> Um, so glad before you, to, before, so the, no, I, I was great. You, you, Teresa. I was great. Um, I'm not, but I, I remember that you was about to say something. I was just um, um, trying to get black. This so black summing it up as and when when the the question about um, spirituality and religion, you 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 pretty much explained it. Um, how you felt how you feel about it or whatever very well. T Streets, I ain't forget you. I know you had something to say. Let's get it. All right. Um, well, my, I actually, I, I, I agree with black. I agree with black in, in a lot of ways of what he said. Now, if we break it down, I probably disagree with some things, but in general, I agree with what he said. I am, uh, I am the person that says he's spiritual and my main reason, I have more reasons, but my main re my most important reason is the fact that when I when I look at the different religions that, or at least the, the popular five, the, the most popular five, it's just throughout history just shows division of of people, wars, death. It throughout history we've seen that. So I I say I'm spiritual because I I just don't rock with the division part. Now, because I grew up in a Christian house, my spirituality is Christian based. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in God. You know, so for somebody, if if you actually hear me be serious on the topic, you may think I'm a Christian, but I, I don't I don't subscribe to those labels. And basically being spiritual to me is to not be tagged with a label. Right. Got it, got it. No, that's real. And the thing that's is, um, you actually segued into a question, and um, and the question was, um, do y'all think that um, religion drives separation? And when I think about that myself, um, it it most definitely it, it most definitely does, right? Absolutely. And you y'all know me, I be having my little stories or whatever, right? So, hey. um, so I I so so me thinking about division, right? I'm gonna give a little. I'm gonna give a story on um, a female that I dated, right? And this yeah, female, she, this when I was uh, <laughs> nah, I, this is before being married and all that. Come on, hey, nah. hey, nah. hey, nah. hey, 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 yeah. Be careful, bro. Be careful. Bro. <laughs> nah, I got y'all, right? I got y'all. She, she know this story, right? She know this story. 
so, so this is related to um this is related to um you know religion that can di- divide people and so this was years years and years ago i met um someone who was um she was um muslim and she was from uh egypt and she moved here when she was uh 16 uh, years old to the united states from egypt and long story short we ended up dating but it was prohibited because by her being a muslim um they're not supposed to date christian guys but a muslim can date a uh, a christian woman of course it's made for the man to be able to do what he wants to do or whatever so um we were dating we weren't supposed to date um she would wear her hijab um she was you know devout she would pray i'm not i can't remember how many times a day muslims a pray times. But um, but she 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 did she did the whole nine, right. and um, because of her religion, she wasn't we weren't supposed to date, and we would have never been able to get married just because of the religion, right? Now, mind you, at this time, um, I didn't know much about Muslims, but I was always told by from my mom growing up, and I didn't read this that you know, like if you're not a Christian, then you're gonna go to hell or whatever like that, right? So that was in my mind. Um, I hadn't done the knowledge for my own self, but I just remember being told that, you know what I mean? Like if you don't believe in Jesus, then you go to hell or whatever. And um, by me learning her her faith. It was it was crazy to me because I used to think in my mind like that, like she had such a a, a good heart. Um, she was nice to everyone, mm-hmm. and um, and I used to think to myself like, "Hey, so because she's a Muslim, she gonna go to hell." But her her heart mm-hmm. is like so so you know so perfect, and um and just how she treated people and the way she prayed and the way she did everything, and um her faith had a lot of different rules that was you know, a little weird to me and she would get offended because she, she had told me where, like in her faith, um, if you wear your hijab, it, it, let's say that your, um, your cousin lives with you Uh and, 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 um, and you all live in the same house and, and she has her hijab on, that means that, you know, she's untouchable or whatever. But if she doesn't wear it, that lets the cousin know that, um, that she's available, which was weird to me. And when she told me that, I was like, Ugh. you know, she got a little offended because she was like, that's my religion, respect it, whatever, right? That's right. just a sidebar. But overall, right. what I'm trying to say is because of her religion and because of my religion, we weren't supposed to date each other. And so getting back to the question about religion, division, um, division yes, I think that it definitely is a separator because if you love God, I don't understand why you can't really coexist with each other. I mean, the Bible talks but about... This is a poster. When you think about religion, though, I mean, like, it depends. Like, when I, I say, like, when I grew up, growing up, there's um, there was, there's things that, like we said, it's, it's like a set of rules, things you're not supposed to do. Growing up, it was kind of conflicting because, and I guess it all depends on what church you go to and the people inside that church. I was told, like, even if it's your family, if it, like, not even if they don't, like, even if they don't believe in, they're not practicing any religion, they don't believe in any God. I'm not supposed to be hanging around certain people who aren't Christians. That's how extreme my, the church I went to. Um, it was conflicting because I, you know, I, like my, I grew up in a Christian household. My dad was real heavy in it. He was a deacon. But I had a, a bunch of cousins, a bunch of family members, aunts, uncles who weren't Christians, you know what I'm saying? Or, or didn't practice it like we did. And mm-hmm. I was conflicted. I was going to church and saying, okay, you're not supposed to be fellowship and hanging with them, which is so weird. I was actually told that one time, you know what I mean? But I had mm-hmm. 
made up my mind as a kid, like, man, I don't care if you were Christian or not, and you my friend or whatever, I'm gonna love you anyway. You know what I'm saying? If there's a, a, a situation where you doing something I'm not supposed to do, you know, I know how to step away or not subscribe to it. But as I got older, when I started um, being, uh, just learning more about the other religions and just, just, um, just getting older and understanding life more, religion is actually, I mean, religion is designed to separate because I can't speak on every single religion, but a lot of them that I've heard, they all believe that they, who they believe in the higher being is is, is the one and only. You know what I mean? If you don't believe in Allah, if you don't believe in Jesus, if you don't believe in whoever, you know what I'm saying? You, you go, you're not going to heaven. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's kind of designed to be that way. Everyone believes that who they, their God and who they believe in, that's, that's the one and only true God. And if you're not in line on the bus with that, you're going, you're going to hell. So I mean, um, that, that's how it's designed to me. You know, I agree with you, Aaron, because you and I came from a fundamentalist Baptist church background. So For I sure. know exactly, you know, what you're saying. And, and the thing is, this is why I always stress to people when I talk to them about Jesus, I don't talk to people about church. I don't talk to people when I meet them. I don't talk to, I don't brag about my pastor. I don't mm. brag about my church members. Mm. See, that's a sign of, see, now you're being religious. Mm-hmm. There you These go. people that you bragging about, they are sinful. They got to go through the same thing you got to go through to get to that, get, get to heaven's gate. So, you know, the thing is when people try to, you know, always, you know, look out for whenever there's division, let that be a, a huge red right. flag. You know, the thing is, always follow, you know, study the real thing. I tell people that all the time. It's like when you get a job at a bank, one of the things that they teach you, they teach you how to study real money. So when that counterfeit is brought to you, you know it's fake. You spot it. Yeah. You spot it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me, I study the real thing. And the real thing to me, to me personally, is Jesus Christ. I study Jesus Christ. When I read that Bible, I'm not trying to, you know what I'm saying, David, Abraham, Moses, Isaiah, Malachi, Micah, Jeremiah. Man, I can go on for days. Much respect for all of those men. Mm-hmm. But John chapter 14, 6 does not pertain to them, which is I am the way and I'm the truth and I'm the life. I respect these men that came before me, but that's not who I'm studying. I'm studying Christ because when I study the real thing, I can always tell when something fake is yeah. you know, being approached. It's like, you know, Ed touched on something about um, how, especially in church, churches today, they preach religion more than they preach relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They are preaching religion more mm-hmm. in churches. In 2023, and that's by design. More, of course, because they have mm-hmm. an agenda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have an agenda. Trust mm-hmm. you me. The same monetary, people, yep. yeah. The same. Remember, Control. these religious people, right? We read the Bible. We think that once the Bible and in Revelations, that same spirit that was back then is not existing now, twenty twenty three. Remember, Jesus Christ was condemned and was handed o- handed over to the Romans to be crucified by who? By religious people. Mm-hmm. Because they mm-hmm. couldn't figure out, okay, if you're a man of God, if you're the son of God, why are you hanging out with these certain people? 
Mm-hmm. Look at the people that Jesus Christ was hanging out with. One of them was mm-hmm. a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Peter, his best friend, when you first met Peter, Peter was cursing like a sailor. According to religion, he should have never been affiliated with them. Why right. is Jesus Christ hanging out with these people? Because Jesus Christ was trying to paint a picture. Jack, I am not here. And he even says it in the New Testament. I did not come to call the righteous to repent. If they think they're righteous, let them be righteous. If they think they're too good, let them be. I came for the sinners. I came for them. This is why I am I'm walking around three and a half years homeless. <clears throat> Remember, Jesus Christ said it. Even foxes have holes, even birds have nests. The Son of Man doesn't even have a place to lay his head. So this man was really out here in these streets for three and a half years, sleeping wherever he was, you know, welcome, or probably was sleeping outside. Religion is what put Jesus Christ on that cross. This is why I don't, I disdain it. You know, and um, especially, you know, so-called, you know, followers of Christ. When they hear the word religion, the first thing they do, instead of looking at their own self in the mirror, the first thing they do, they attack, oh, yeah, we're going to attack the Catholic Church. We're going to attack the Muslim religion. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something about that Muslim religion, right? (laughs) They have good morals. Yeah. Uh I like what they stand for. I like mm-hmm. that modesty, how they yeah. want women to dress. I, and I am for all of that. The only thing I'm telling you, Muslims people today, the only thing that they're missing is the fact that they refuse to accept that Jesus Christ is God. And the moment they really study the Bible, they really study the Bible instead of going into the Bible, trying to they, they trying to outsmart God or going in there with their own agenda. Because one thing about that Bible, if your heart ain't right, if it's not in the right place, and you open that Bible, you're not going to get nothing out of it. But if your heart is in the right place, God will show you the truth. Well, you know what I noticed? Um mm-hmm. I noticed by looking on social media, and maybe it's always been like this, but maybe, um, you know, social media is not somewhat new, but I really never knew how many people don't believe in anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I see yeah. a lot of posts, right? You know, I might see a lot of spiritual posts like with TikTok, and under the comments, it's unbelievable, mm-hmm. unbelievable how many people, how many people you know, think that there's no such thing as anything. And that's kind of odd to me. Even if you don't, um, whatever God you believe in or don't, I don't understand how people believe animals and trees and mm-hmm. earth and the waters. Like, they just appeared from nowhere. Right. right. And so, um, I mean, my question is kind of like, how do y'all feel? Do you, do you feel like, how do you feel about atheists, people who don't believe in anything, any in God or anything? Do you feel like you can be friends with an atheist? Do you feel like um, you can hang with someone who's atheist? Do you feel like after a while you would have to explain to them that you believe in God? Like, how do y'all feel about a person that's a known mm-hmm. atheist? Someone could be an atheist and they don't reveal it. But how do you feel right. about knowing someone is an atheist and being friends with them? I got I got two things with that. It's it's. It's crazy how we could be having a whole conversation 
right, for two hours, whatever. You could be my coworker, whatever. We, we, we meet at a bus stop or whatever. The conversation is going great. If somebody brings up who they worship, the, everything changes. Mm-hmm. Yep. But everything was fine for the whole hour, mm. right? But because now I, I'm automatically putting a label on you. I don't care who you worship. I don't, I, I don't care what it is. A lot of times that will change a whole person's perception. But it was cool the, the hour, the two hours, a couple weeks, right? I think that that is where the separation comes in is the judgment part. Because I can believe what I believe, you believe what you believe. But if we're in an event and something catastrophic happens and one mm-hmm. of us saved the other person's freaking life, mm-hmm. I don't I like that's the only thing. And it's still fine for every you know, for people to believe what they want to believe. But going back to what um Weekend that Jones was talking about with the division, that's that's what it is. Um so just to add on to E's point. And add on to what uh, he was talking about with people not believing in anything. All right, so uh, I can get the actual the actual source, but it talks about how basically the younger people these days are believing less and less. So it talks about how religious changes have affected generations quite differently as well. Young adults are disaffiliating with from religion mm-hmm. at at far greater rates today than they did a generation ago. The higher rates of disaffiliation among Gen Z and millennials are largely the result of being raised in households that place less emphasis on regular religious practice, right? So that could add to Black's point where you're focusing on the religion but not the actual relationship, right? Mm -hmm. And then it says that now the age gap and in religiosity has never been wider according to the general social survey 42 percent of young people are religiously unaffiliated compared to 17 percent of seniors a whopping 25 point gap between the youngest and the oldest americans in the early 90s there was only a six point divide separating young adults and seniors so i would just like to add why do we feel that the younger people are less affiliated with choosing? I'm gonna tell I, you. I'll tell you okay. too. Go ahead, e. Go ahead. E. So I'm a, so the reason that I think that um, I think that a lot of people believe don't believe um, in God because they feel like when neg- they feel like if there's a God, why would negative things happen? And so when someone may see like a baby get hit by a car. Mm-hmm or see something tragic happen, or let's just say there's a tornado and people die. People take that and they like, well, if God is real and he's everything that y'all say he is, why would those things happen, right? Mm. And the second part is that people put pastors on pedestals. Yeah. So when it, this social media era, you're able to see everything. So when you see a pastor that lives in a, a big mansion and a pastor, and then everybody doesn't know there's false prophets. So it gets deep, mm-hmm. but... When you see a pastor that's that's living a whole lot better than than you may be living, and they live in a rich lifestyle, um, people feel a way about that, and they feel like they're fake. And also, people will put put pastors on pedestals. So if you see a pastor get arrested, or you heard that 
a pass to slap with someone, what that does in turn is make somebody be like, well, these are saying everybody in church is doing the same thing that people in the world do. You're the mm -hmm. pastor and you're doing this. It makes people say, you know what? I'm done with all of it. All of it's bullshit, right? And I think that's something that I think that social media of showing, you know, not social media's fault, but it just shows everything that's happening in the world, positive and negative, and just a lot of people feel like if neg negative things happen in life, there can't be a God. So, AJ, you I mean to cut you off. Right. Nah. Go ahead, y'all. So, I mean, it's, it's that, right? And it's also the emphasis on the negative because, you know, when we think of religion, right, we think of certain religious sects, um, Christianity, Catholicism. There's been a, a, a lot of negative information about what certain individuals do that's creating a stain within that section, right? You know, when you're dealing with unfortunate circumstances like child molestation, abuse of power, the Vatican being the richest, one of the richest banks in the in the world, one of the biggest owners of land and things of industry, it makes people question the validity of what they're saying and making it seem like, oh, this is just a money grab. They're just a big nonprofit. They just want power. They want to control us. And they don't try to have that relationship like Black I mentioned. They don't want to learn for themselves. They, re they rely too much on a person. Mm -hmm. That person disappoints them. Then they go away from it. So, and I think that when you're just getting bombarded with that day in, day out, the negativity makes, you know, I don't, that's not how I, what I believe in. I don't like this. Maybe this isn't the right for me. Instead of researching or, or doing some more work, I'm just right. going to leave that alone. Well, 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 well I'm not going to do the work because I'm, I'm just listening to whatever my pastor is saying. Right. Yep. Right. Like I'm, right. I'm, I'm listening to whatever my priest is saying. Meanwhile, when you look up, uh pedophilia and uh and a lot a lot of the catholic uh priests not all of them a lot of them um and you know what i mean being investigated for pedophilia but yet people still bring their their kids to the same the same right. uh church right. you see what i'm saying so i'm like you know so but 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 that's that's what makes black's point earlier much more poignant is mm -hmm. talking about you having the relationship and you not serving the actual human being that's inside of this building right right and that's yeah. why i think that that's very very important for people that might listen to this tonight or listen to this later on is how the relationship is most important but i want to add that plus just just to add on to eve's point it talks about not it's, it's not that uh, young adults are are just less religious. Uh, America's youngest and oldest adults inhabit entirely different religious worlds. Young adults are coming of age at a time when religious leaders are far less trusted. Religiosity has become closely associated with conservative politics and anti-gay attitudes. Their social contexts are also distinct. Young adults today are more likely to know an atheist than to know an evangelical Christian. Hmm. I, I'll say this, um, or I'll give an example where what he was talking about. Um, when I was younger, when I was younger, I was that kid that that did away with believing in anything at one point because I want to say I was you know, fourth, fifth grade. I was getting bad grades. And I've always had a mouthful. I'm always talked back. Teachers, parents, anybody, it didn't matter. 
if you if, if I felt disrespected, I'm disrespecting you back. So that's how that's how I've always been. And I remember my grandmother dragged me to church to talk to the pastor, some deacons, and whoever else. And they they sat there, called me devil child, and all of this. And this was this was preteen, preteen. So by the time I become, you know, then just with that, I'm like, all right, I'm not going back. And I, I didn't go back to that church again until I was probably until my grandmother passed away. It might have been the last next time I went back to that church. But um, uh, what was I saying? But okay, but you fast forward three to four years when I'm in that 15, 16, even 14 year old range, I see these same guys that call me a devil child out in the street doing, basically playing in the devil's playground. And I held on to that. That was another, that was like, oh, this is confirmation why I don't mess, I don't rock with And it took it took years. I can't remember who somebody said something to me that, that finally got me to think a different way. They told me that church isn't about the people. It's about the word. Forget the people. Don't worry about the people. The people who are going to make mistakes. They're going to contradict themselves. You know, you're going to see a whole bunch of people inside that church building that that's worse than you when it comes to their sins. So it might, it might have been Junior that, that said something similar to that to me. It might have been Junior because he was the one friend that I knew that was at church all the time. So, I mean, every every uh, Sunday. He was there every Sunday. You know, so he might have been the person that got through to me, not knowing, not knowing me, because I'm sure I didn't let him know. But I think it was him. I think it was you, Junior, that, that said just that simple thing that just made me think of it differently. And then, like, I kind of eased up, I eased up on my belief at that time, but I still held on. I, I could never forgive the people. Like, I, I couldn't do it. I still can't. I'm still bitter about it. Uh, but, but um, it made me rethink the way that um, I dealt with religion, spirituality, anything. Because I was spiritual. As a as a younger young teen, it just wasn't there. I didn't I didn't care to even try to find it because of what happened to me in church. Wow, hey, hey, Black Jack, yeah, hey Black, let me ask you a question. So uh -huh. so 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 for for some younger people that that's out here listening right to mm -hmm. the conversation and. They might want to know was was Blackjack was he always this knowledgeable in the context of the Bible? Were you always this way, or if you were not, what 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 uh, situations happened that helped you to connect in a way that you connect to having a relationship? Um, I will say this: I was an atheist before I even knew what an atheist was. It wow. goes back to this labeling thing again. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, this labeling thing. Um, 
you got so many people from the book of Genesis all the way to Revelation that still didn't believe in Christ. When you deny Christ, you an atheist. This is the label they put on you, right? Mm -hmm. But I want to tell every single one of those people who have been labeled as an atheist, and if you're labeling yourself as an atheist because you think it's some cool title to have, I'm not here to condemn you, but I'm here to tell you one thing, which I know is true. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you and cares for you more than that religious person that's going to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, and every single ministry there is to join in that church that religious person is in. That's not the person that Jesus Christ is focusing on. Jesus Christ is focusing on you, and here's how I know what I'm saying is true. The majority of the New Testaments that we are reading Book of Romans, Thess Thessalonians, Philippians, um, Titus, Galatians, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy. Majority of these books were written by a man who, if I can use the word to um, compare in which I, yeah, he was an atheist. That man's name was Saul. In the book of Acts, hmm. that man was a Pharisee, and back then, in order for you to earn that title, you really had to know the law. You had to know the Old Testament. Saul, back in the in the book of Acts, before chapter nine, listen to me carefully. Before Acts chapter nine, his name was Saul. That man was a Pharisee, the, the most educated. I'm somebody I can speak in all different languages knew about God, his only problem was that Jesus Christ thing, get it out of my face. Mm. And in Acts chapter 9, he got saved. That man's name right now, 2023, is the Apostle Paul. So when people talk about atheists and, you know what I'm saying, with me, I would hang out with an atheist any day before I hang out with a religious person. Mm. I don't care what religious sect you claim. I would ra rather hang out with that person. And where did I get that mindset and that training from? Jesus Christ, because I'm a follower of him. So whatever he does, I do likewise. Jesus Christ said it. Whatever my father do, I do the same. Jesus Christ has adopted me. I am his child. So whatever he, I see him do, he does. So um, getting back to that whole atheist thing, you know, uh, people that don't believe and you know it, it goes you know I, I, to me it's silly you know what i'm saying just because um let, let's take it back uh, i remember at one point when donald j trump was the president you had so many people oh that's not my yeah, president look, donald, oh wow yeah, yeah, <laughs> donald yeah, j yeah let's go back yeah 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 what about yeah you know that's my president don't play with me <laughs> let's go back to that i remember at one point he is not my president he is not my president. He is not my president. You can deny that man why he was in the office all you want to. But the truth of the matter is you still have to deal with the reality that when he was there for those four years, he was still the commander-in-chief and the most powerful man in the world. So it's silly. People wake up with this silly idea 
thinking that they, you know, their opinion is so powerful that if I feel this way, that means that doesn't exist. You can deny Donald J. Trump all you want to, but at the end of the day, guess what? He's still the president of the United States. Deal with it. But why you guys saying about Obama? Hold on, hold on. Why you so where that? Let me finish my thought. Let me finish my thought. Let me finish my thought. I want to see how this connects. You can go around. You can go around. Yeah. You can go around deny Jesus Christ all day as an eight. Oh, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in Jesus. What does that even mean? Are you trying to convince me or are you trying to convince yourself? So these things, they, it, it, it's silly. It's very silly. People don't understand this is a battle between the flesh and spirit. We are in a battle. Just because you feel like Something you don't know say it doesn't mean it's not there. If you understand what I'm trying to say. So black. So but I think I think also what Trey was trying to figure out, he he's saying like you know how like while we talking now, you, you mm-hmm. can tell that you really know the Bible, right? Um and I think he wanted to know like how did you I mean did you when did you start reading the Bible how what made you start reading the Bible I started reading the Bible because like I said I felt like I was around too many religious people when I got into church Mm -hmm. I started seeing something something occurred in my life and I had two you know it's like I was going to church I'm talking about for those years I'm going into church and able to tell you, I, you know, when I was mm-hmm. living with them, I, you know, I, I was sleeping around with a married woman, Sam Scarfo, able to tell you, yeah. going to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, drinking, smoking, popping pills, you think everything under the sun I was doing, but going in there and hearing that pastor gets up there, I don't care what personal issues he got, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I would let these, you know what I'm saying? these um, self-ordained God, you know, enforcers that want to go around judging people in church, I let them deal with it. That's not my ministry. But all I know, that man is up there preaching and I'm listening. I was getting beat down day in and day out. Trey, you came to my place. You talked to my pastor. Absolutely. All of these things I was doing in that church, I was doing it in sin. And it was not real. I had good intentions. Trust me. When I went down there Wednesday night teaching kids, Monday, Thursday, Saturday mornings, I was at the prison. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about nonstop, year after year, back to back. Even the chaplain was like, Jack, I think you were to stop coming to this jail for one year. Nobody can touch your attendance. Mm. I was doing this nonstop. But then I still had to come home and deal with God face to face why nobody was around and I became miserable. So it came down to a point because you got to understand God is very polarizing. He's a polarizing figure. He tells you in Matthew 1230, either you're with me or you're against me. He tells you in the book of Joshua, choose who you're going to serve this day. He tells you in Revelations 316, Either you're hot or you're cold, that lukewarm, I will spew you out of my mouth. God is very polarizing. It's either black or white with him. So with me, I'm battling with God. And man, we do that all the time. David did it. Moses did it. 
Abraham did it. All these great men that I read about, they all had that battle constantly with God. So I, I had that same battle with God. So it just came to a point that, you know what? Yo, Jack, you got to make a decision. Because you can't keep on, you know what I'm saying, one foot in the world, one foot in the church. Because obviously, you're not happy. You're miserable. So I had to make a choice. So one day, I just, you know what I'm saying, talked to God. I didn't get down on my knees. I didn't go in front of the church. No oil was spilled on my head. I didn't have to buy a handkerchief for $8.95. <laughs> I would just, I talked to God the same way I'm talking to you. Everybody else on this platform who I consider as my, as my friend. Every single one of y'all, I consider y'all as my friend. So the same way that I'm talking to God, I talk to him the same way. No religious, none of that religious stuff. Oh, Heavenly Father, if you, you know, all that, you know, all that, you know, you know, those praise that you're used to hearing, you know, say people saying, it was none of that. I talked to God. You show me how to understand this word and this Bible. You know me. I'm your child. Trey, you got three kids, right? You know every single Allegedly. one of your kids. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, right, Trey? You yeah. know. Every single one of your children, they all have different personalities. As a father, you have studied them, right? Yes, yes. You can't deal with truth the same way you deal with no one. Nah. You can't deal with Nora the same way you deal with you. You know what I'm saying? As nah, a father, yeah. you know your children. God yeah. knows my personality. God has to present the Bible in a way that I can understand. He can't show me what he showed Brother So-and-so sitting next to me at the pew. Because he comes from okay. a different background. So it came down to a point, you know, I was being real with God and I kept coming. I kept reading the Bible and all of a sudden, he started showing me the light become brighter and brighter the more I started reading. So every single time I went to church Sunday morning, Sunday night, I didn't have to feel that guilt that oh, my pastor's talking about me. Guess what? I already read my Bible before that man got up there and preached. I've already had that talk. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's all about, it goes back to what I'm saying. It's a personal relationship. A lot of these people, they don't have personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Their personal relationship is through their pastor. I'm going to follow whatever my pastor say, and then mm, once, whatever. you know what I'm saying, everything, you know, the whole world's in, I'm going to hang on to his coattail and get to heaven. That, that pastor ain't going to help you. Deacon so-and-so ain't going to help you. Your spiritual counsel is not going to help. You have to have, it came down to a point, I felt, I needed a, 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 that personal relationship, and I found it. So once I found it, and he identified who I was, and that's the thing about people in this world, we are going around trying to identify who we are to the creator. He created us. Remember, we are his creation. We are going around in this world trying to identify who we are to him, and all he's trying to do He's standing there, just like the prodigal son. He's standing there waiting for us to come to him so he can identify. My whole life, I thought Blackjack, 5,000, West Side, this is who I am. Deal with it. You know what God told me? My whole life, I didn't have no goals, no aspirations, nothing. 
All I said, I want to run these streets. I just don't want to end up in the Alexander jail. That was my, yo, believe it or not, that was my, my whole goal in life. I don't want to be in jail in Alexandria. And guess what? Once I got right with God, guess where he sent me at? He put a Bible in my hand and said, you see that jail right there that you've been ducking your whole life? That's who you are. And guess what? The most peaceful place in my life, the best times that I've ever had, I don't care about how many clubs, going to um, London and going here, traveling here and being around, I'm telling you, the best times that I have had in my life, 42 years, was in that jail that I ducked all my life. And God identified me. That's and what you mean by that? Well, not to cut you all black, but when you say in that jail, it sounds like you went to jail. But what, but what do you mean by in that jail? When I joined the prison ministry. Because, okay. you know, yeah, you, once, once I, I finally became real with God, it's like, okay, now show me, where do I need to go? You know what I'm saying? Because God, you know what I'm saying? God gives gifts to people. You might have one gift. Your gift might be singing a choir. Your gift might be a deacon. Your gift might be working in ushering ministry. I pray to God. Instead of me being a phony, I could have joined all these ministries. I could have really joined it. I know, I know how to be a phony. I've been saved long enough and been around church folks that are phony. I know how to play that game. Trust me. I know how to act. Trey, you saw me in action. I know how to put on the act. But I was real. I was real with God. Show me something. Show me where you want me to go. And guess what? All those, all those places that I was, all that, that one place I was ducking in my whole 42 years, is the place that he pointed me to. You tell me. Well, God let the people know. Well, well, let the people know. Just, just, just for a little clarity. You, yeah, you, yeah. you, um. So you, you're actually, you actually go to the prison and 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 you preach at the prison, or what do you exactly do? Yes, sir. For the past 13, 14 years, that's where mm-hmm. I was going. I was going to every the prison every Saturday. Every Saturday. Every Saturday, Monday nights, Thursday nights, mm-hmm. whenever mm-hmm. the doors were open. Um, unfortunately, because of the, the pandemic, you know, it's been, it's a lot of restriction, you know, it's a lot going on. But before that, I was going there Monday nights, Thursday nights, Saturday mornings. I'm talking about nonstop because that was the place that I finally found peace. The last place I wanted to be on earth. Remember, before I got right with God, remember what my goal was. I don't want to be in that jail. Mm-hmm. I just want to run around, do what I want to do. I just want to be in that jail. And that place is where God told, God showed me. That was the most peaceful place in my life. And guess what, though? Just like, just like you know what I'm saying? We talk about religion and separation. Religion, especially in churches, tell you, stay away from those people. Why do I feel more comfortable and safe around a murderer, a rapist, a killer, drug dealer? You named it. I was around them. I felt more at peace with them more than I felt with my own biological family. Oh, more that. How is that? This is what showed me that this Jesus thing is real. Look at the people that he picked to be around. Jesus Christ could have came down and hung out with religious folks, but he chose to hang out with a prostitute. He chose to hang out with murderers, killers, thugs, and killers, and preach to them. This is when it, the Bible started making sense to me that this thing, life is not about me. Life is about who created it. 
and he created it. Because he told me in John chapter 14, verse 6, he said, Jack, I am the life. He said, I am the way and I'm the truth and I'm the life. I am the way. Let me break it down to you. If I'm the way, if you're following any other way, you're going the wrong way, Jack. I am the truth. So if you believe in anything other than me, it's a lie. I am the life. So if you don't believe in me, you love death. That's when it started to make sense. I tried it. I tested it and it's been proven. Now, am I the most spiritual person in this world? No, I'm not. Because you try me, I'm not your typical Christian. You try me. I'm uh, yeah. I, I'm well, I think you. that means, but black. I, I think that another thing that um, I think when you know when like when you said like uh, if somebody tries me, you know I'm not the typical Christian. I think a lot of things are part of being a human being. Um, if <laughs> if someone was to try you or do something to you and you defend yourself or you know you're not about playing games, I don't think that makes a part to me personally. I think that makes you a human being. I don't think that means that, no. you know, you're but, less, but, you know what I mean? Less Christian or whatever. That, that My whole thing is. No, yeah, I don't mean to cut you off, right? But because of the ministry that I'm in, right? When you walk up in these prisons with that Bible in your hand, the first thing, people who are not in tune with Christ, they see weakness. Because the way the world present Christy, you know, the way the world present Jesus Christ, because this world hates Jesus Christ. Remember, he said it in the Bible. If this world hates me, remember they hated me first. So the way they present him, they present him to men and these children. It goes back to what Trey was asking me. Why are these kids and people rejecting Christ? Because they present him in a weak. Jesus Christ is not weak. Just because you are meek. The word meek means having strength under control. I can kill you, but I just choose to keep myself under control. Because of that weakness, the way they present Jesus Christ, they don't want nothing to do with him. They, pre they present Jesus Christ. Oh, he's on a cross. He's crying. He's bloody. He got crowns of thorns in his head. He got a uh, spear shoved in his side. His beard is getting pulled off. They gambling on his clothes. They spitting on him. They laughing at him. They mocking him. All these things presents weakness. But if you look at it, he could have destroyed this whole entire world, but he kept his strength under control. So what I'm saying is when I go into these prisons, right, when I say when you try me, remember, this is the situation. You know what I'm saying? Why normal Christians, normal Christians, you know what they do? Followers of Christ. When they get off of work. They are having dinner with their families, so or they are passing the so-and-so house or deacon. So me, I'm sitting over here after 14 hour shift talking to murders and rapists and killers. So when I walk in there, they think it's weakness that I'm walking there with a Bible. But what they don't understand is Christianity is not weak. And if you don't believe me, ask David. You try David, King David, if you want to. That man will kill you, go back to his castle and will write a psalm about you. And God is going to look at that psalm and he's going to say, that is a man after my own heart. So Try black, so black, so black. So, so, so you're saying, so, so you're saying that basically that be, so some people, or especially when you go there, that because you're uh, a man of God, that they look at that uh, as a weakness. Yeah, basically. of course. Yeah, because, yeah. because remember what I said, 
the world has an agenda. The agenda is not Jesus Christ. It's to shut him out. So the way they present the world, they don't want people to go in the Bible find out the truth. They tell you, I'm going to show you who Jesus Christ is. So it goes back to what Trey was saying about how pastors now, they are being arrested or being targeted and they're showing all this on TikTok and all this. And people are that was like, me. Oh, no, that's a pastor. Hey, Black. And you said Black. that, right? Yeah. That, you giving Trey the credit. I, I need that credit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, you said, now, you said that. Now, when you said that, right, why are they putting all this stuff on TikTok? Why are they putting this all on social media? Because they are trying to program people. You know what I'm saying? Robert Greene, and I believe it's law number 42, right? And 48 mm -hmm. laws of power. You strike the shepherd, the sheep will flee. You know what I'm saying? So when they attacking these pastors, what are they doing? The sheep are going to be scared like, oh God, they got pastor so-and-so. What is going to happen to me? Remember, Jesus Christ was in the garden when the Romans came with Judas and they came and they struck him in the garden. And guess what the disciples did? They ran when they came and arrested them. Only one disciple stayed. That was Peter. Peter's the one that took out his sword trying to cut off Malchus' head, one of the um, Roman soldiers. So this is why Solomon, the wisest man that will ever live, said this. There is nothing new under the sun. The devil has a playbook. And his playbook has never changed since the book of Genesis. So it goes back to what I'm saying. You study the real, you know what is fake. So when I go on social media and I see a pastor in sin, I'm not gonna get, I'm not gonna be like, oh my God, I'm questioning my whole, you know, this whole Jesus thing. No, because God has already shown me, like Jack, there is nothing new under the sun. What the devil is doing, his playbook, there is nothing new. Look what they did to my son. Jesus Christ got arrested and did nothing, was put on trial for three days and got crucified. And all of his believers that follow him, what did they do? They fled. So when they are doing this on social media in 2023, I'm looking at them like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, God, you was right. Look what they doing. They trying to get me to question my whole belief, my whole belief system. So it's deeper than that. It's way deeper than what people think. But in order for you to know that, you need to have that personal relationship. Stop going to church and just think, of, I'm not saying respect your pastor, but he ain't God. He's not Jesus Christ. And this is how I gained that strength. This is why I can't be moved. I can sit in front of anybody and boldly claim Jesus Christ because I studied it. I don't read it. I study him. And that's all I for got sure. to say well, that was dope, because guess what? I'm going to go ahead and end it right there. I'm going to hit this music. But, but hold on. Hey, A.E. What's up? A.E. Hey, Black. Hey, Black. Shout out your podcast, man. And the, Yeah, I, you know, I ain't about to shut it down. I'm just, I'm just, I'm nah, getting nah, the nah, music nah, nah. queued up. Yeah, he put that Kenny G on real smooth. Ah! 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 <laughs> hey, 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 yo, we're gonna do this. He put that joint on. He's slaying that joint hey. there. I'm like, yeah, all right. Hey, this is my theme music. I was waiting for this thing to come. <laughs> I love this joint right here. I know Trey got his bathrobe on. <laughs> hey, you, are, you already know that. With a cigar. 
with a cigar and a bubble bath. You already know that, boy. <laughs> he sitting on his water bed right there. Hey, you already know. Trey, the only dude I know 2023 with a water bed. <laughs> hey, shout out your pa, Black. Shout out your pa. Um, yeah, Blackjack. Um, I'm on a pa bean, my uh, podcast that's uh, on my way to church. Podcast. Um, it's easy to find me. If you're following this pod, um, this platform, you can go on a following or followers list. I'm on there. I do my show every um, other two weeks. It's not about the Bible. Um, it's basically just me having a, a, a conversation with men because I think men we tend to like shy away from showing our vulnerable side because we think nope. it's weak. So, Trey, go ahead and get a um, get your uh, hey, yo, who in the building? Hey, he on a schedule, baby. Hey, no, hey, no, hey, listen. The song only played the song only played for a little bit, so I know it's gonna cut off. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying. Only got a few minutes, Black. I'm sorry, bro. I love you. I like that. Hey, hey, hey! But first of all, first of all, first of all, we just want to thank our thank our fantastic guests, Weekend at Juniors, Blackjack, on my way to church podcast. We also had a couple people. In the studio with us tonight, we had uh, Miss Nicole Mayfield. Okay, we had Ladybug in the studio with us tonight. We had EYV XMIRQ in the studio with us tonight. And we got none other but her herself, Miss Donnie, Miss Donya. She's going to be on the show with us next week. Okay, sure. so she, she, she definitely tapped in. But we definitely want to thank everybody. For listening in tonight, we appreciate y'all. For sure, we got um, subscribe, subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Uh, you can catch the pod on, um, of course, here on Podbean. Um, also on YouTube, Amazon Music, Spotify, anywhere that you can find that you that offers podcasts. You should find the rec room on the podcast. I think you can give us a rating if you like what you hear. Give us a five. Um, also follow us on Instagram at the rec room pod. If there's a subject that you would like us to talk about or any questions that you have, let us know. As I say every week, we will be shooting an in-person pod soon. Um, that's coming up. I know I say that every time, but it really is coming up soon. Coming up, and, uh, coming up. And uh, with that said, man, I just want to thank our guests, Black and Weekend at Juniors, Absolutely. man. It, it was dope to have y'all on. It's not going to be the last time. That, I that's... got one question, though. Go ahead, go ahead. AOT, how I do, T? T-Street, how I do? Y'all got like 30 seconds. Cause T called me out. Man. T called me out, me out last night. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> he called me Whatever. Hey, you called me talking about no, bring no. that energy. Yeah, that sound like black. Oh, that sound like there black for real. Hey, bro, how you gonna call me and threaten me the night before the show? <laughs> hey, yo, hey, yo, I'm gonna hit me first, and I'm not threatened, though. I'm like, this is your about to cut off, bro. <laughs> how, you, how you gonna threaten somebody 24 hours before the joint? Ready, <laughs> ready, bro. Hey, we'll hey, catch man, y'all next time, man. Show. Appreciate y'all right, for listening. To the next yes, time. Sir. All right, peace. Peace. Right. Peace. Peace. Really